0: Hey there, this is Sean with The Brave Yes Show. Welcome to you. I'm back. I'm back. The kids are in school. Managed to get through a week of COVID and I didn't get it. So I'm back. Everything is good. (laughs) So I don't really know what this episode is going to be called yet as I record it. Totally full disclosure that this is sort of a big idea that has been brewing for me for a really long time, and I'm really excited to talk about it, but I don't know yet what I'm going to call it, so bear with me. For right now, the working title is The Brave Yes of Creating in the Dark, Valley of Irrelevance. Oh, this is going to be good. So grab a cup of tea, cup of coffee, turn off all your all your distractions, I just want you to focus here today on getting known for your brilliance, taking up space, really putting yourself out there in in the dark valley of irrelevance. So let's just get started. Do you ever feel like you are traveling through the dark valley of irrelevance some days as you try to build an audience for your work? whether that be that you're trying to get people into your store or to your online store, whether that be that you have a service or a consulting business that you are trying to get people to learn about and take you seriously for. But it feels like you're all alone and that Everything you put out, maybe on social media or your personal social media or emails that you send, you're just alone. <laughs> I call this the dark valley of irrelevance. And oh, my friends, it can be dark. It can be dark. So, Many of you have been following me for a really long time. This is not, I am not new to this rodeo of online creating. I've been creating uh, online audiences for 15 years. I've been selling and creating products online as an entrepreneur for 10 years full time. Full time, meaning I have not had a real job in 10 years, Um, nor do I think I'm employable at this point. Let's just be really clear and honest. (laughs) So when I started out, I quickly grew a Facebook community to 35,000 followers. Those days of growing fast and reaching, reaching thousands of new fans in a single day or week or month is no longer a given. Some might even argue Not even possible. And so because of that shift in the markets where it's really hard to grow an audience, it's often feeling like we are traveling in the dark valley of irrelevance. And so if you want to stand out and make a bigger impact with your work, your brand, your consulting, your business, whatever you have going on, You truly must do things differently, differently than I did back then, differently than a lot of people are still teaching you, by the way, to do. This idea that you can grow this great big business empire online and not work a day and spend every day on the beach. This is simply not possible in this market for the majority of people. So... Why am I talking about traveling and and going through this brave yes of creating in the dark valley of irrelevance? Because we are creators. We are people who want to put our work out into the world. We have ideas, big ideas, great options for people to help transform what they've got going on. Honestly, your work is transformational. Whatever it is that you do, it's transformational and it's important. And I really do want to see you stand out and make a bigger impact, but you are going to have to do this very differently. And so the dark valley, when you're in the dark valley of irrelevance, it's so easy to think, why bother? Who am I to do this? Nobody's liking my thing, so I must be irrelevant. My work is irrelevant. Nobody cares about it. So if you have felt any of those things, you must first begin to recognize those feelings of not enough are bubbling up. And when feelings of not enough start to bubble up, it's going to impact how you show up and take up space. You might stop showing up and taking up space because you're like, why bother? Nobody's listening. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody's liking. Nobody's commenting. Well, this episode is going to completely blow your mind. And that's why we're doing this. That's why I'm having this conversation. So some of the enoughness thieves, these things, these these experiences, these feelings that that take and zap your feelings of worth and and um, self-worth and enoughness, they are caused by this dark valley of irrelevance because the the story is we could be so amazing and popular and we could just if we could just reach that next level of audience growth or business growth. And the reality which is nobody's building audiences and getting a ton of growth right now and that's just the way the market is set. The big capitalist machines, Google, Facebook, Instagram, they are hoarding all the traffic. Making it very difficult for your work, your creative work, your stories, your writing, your images, even your videos from being seen. So you put it out there and it's just kind of eh. That's the dark valley of irrelevance. And what happens is you start to feel not enough. Some of those things that might come up, you might feel irrelevant. And when we feel irrelevant, we're not going to feel enough. You might feel lonely. And when you feel lonely, why bother? You're going to go into your lonely cave. You're likely comparing yourself to someone else, another account that has much more traction than you do. So you put your work out there and comparably it's not enough. You may be feeling fear of putting yourself out there because maybe the dark valley of irrelevance has already gotten to you and you're like, why this is too much? I'm not going to get what I need or to do what I need to do to be seen. I'm going to, it doesn't feel comfortable for me. So I'm afraid of that. All of these feelings of not enough, get in your head and they start to impact your productivity and your consistency, and your 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 just your ability of willing to put yourself out there. And so, in this saturated and noisy market, it is hard to stand out and attract new fans. But it is not impossible. It's just different. When I first started the Abba Mama Project, and you know, actually toward the end of the Abba Mama Project, um, after I closed it down after eight years. I used to jokingly say on on like webinars and masterclasses to my, to my people, I would say, you know, I don't know how people are starting a business in this market. And then I turned around, closed down that business, started a new one, which I thought was going to be similar to the old one. And it ended up needing to do a 360 pivot. And then I was starting a new business in this market. <laughs> and so what I'm talking about here today, I'm actually telling you for real, I have done and it's worked. I have done this and it's worked. So, you just need to focus on some mental shifts and some business practices. And that's what this episode is going to continue to get into. So, in order to stand out more boldly and make a bigger impact with your brand, your business, your consulting, your work, here are five things that you need to do. Okay. And I'm just going to get, they're not going to be in any particular order. Um, because this is what I would do with you in coaching. So, and everybody's where you need to begin is honestly up to your personal and life circumstances. Um, I always say to clients, like it's a chicken or egg approach when you're trying to, to really grow your business and your brand. So when we're talking about growth strategies, we've got to look at, okay, what is your chicken and what is your egg? And we'll kind of decide where to begin from there. So The very first thing that you need to do to stand out more boldly and make a bigger impact in the dark valley of irrelevance, by the way, is really own your weird. What sets you apart? Being authentic and owning your strengths and your superpowers is a gift. When you know, like, and trust yourself, you can begin to take up space as you are. Your true nature is the gift you've been seeking and a lot of people are afraid to own their weird so this is why it's a brave yes tactic right it's like i'm allowed to show up in all my full glory of me and it's going to it's going to absolutely put you set you apart and it's exactly what is going to draw people to you so your owning your weird is is the number one thing that you can do and it also takes strategy and it also takes courage because owning your weird feels out of place and we're not used to that and by the way if you don't feel weird if you don't you know I think a lot of people there's a lot of people doing what I would call you know performance um, marketing tactics that you know make them stand out even more that they in, in ways that they probably wouldn't be doing otherwise um, it's a fake it's a performance that's not what I'm talking about when I say own your weird, that is not. Um, you don't have to do outland, outland, outlandish, can I speak? Outlandish or outrageous things to be seen and, and heard and take up space. You just need to own your beliefs, your, your expertise, what really sets you apart. And what sets you apart doesn't have to be odd. It, it might be normal or, you know, quote unquote normal, whatever that is, but it might be exactly what somebody else needs. A good example of this for me is everybody right now is talking about video, you know, and it's because the capitalist machines, all the, the social media channels are praising and rewarding people for making video because that's what they want. Well, guess what? Sean doesn't work that way. Sean does not work that way. If you tell me I've got to do something, I don't want to do it, and that's exactly what I'm not doing. Video. I used to do videos all the time. I haven't done a video since since they've started this whole rebrand of you've got to have videos and reels. I don't I don't do reels. Um, that's not who I am. I am a writer, and I'm choosing to go all in and owning my weird as somebody who literally just embraces writing and newsletters and, and the things like that. Um, I also am super honest. So hence this that what I'm talking about right now. And I use that. Um, I use that as an as a tactic, um, as a strategy, I want my clients to know that I'm an honest person that I'm going to be calling you out in a very loving, gentle way, but I'm going to be calling you out. And I also use that honesty in other ways throughout my brand so that, you know, hey, you know, I have strong integrity. I'm an activist. I definitely am not somebody um, that you're going to want to hang around with if my political beliefs don't mesh with yours. That's me owning my weird. It's not me putting on, you know, an outfit or, or funny glasses to stand out. That's performance. And that's not who I am. And so I don't want you to think that you've got to do weird things. What I want you to know and really embrace is what sets you apart and really start to own that. That's what I mean when I say own your weird. Carve out a wildly unique message. This is number two. If you are repeating more of what people already know, you will not stand out. You must, you must absolutely find your unique core message. Look at your expertise, your passions, and your positioning in the market. Get this right, and you will not regret it. This is always what has worked for me, and it's always going to work for you. You and your messaging is what's going to make the difference of what what you put out into the world and what people pay attention to. Number three, take creative risks. Staying safe and stay and taking the same old same old action week after week is not going to grow your audience or your or influence people. Nobody's going to pay attention if you're doing the same old same old every week. I'm sorry, it's not going to work. People's brains need new. So get creative. Your creativity is a strength. You can use it in my coaching work. Way identify your brave yes. And I'm talking about that, yes, projects um, that you can do to start really become known for your brilliance. I want you to be putting yourself out there in new, creative, risky ways. This is probably my superpower as a coach. And this is if you if you take creative risks, you will see growth. You will. Number four. This one is probably not going to be your favorite, but it is true. Be consistent. It is hard to want to stay consistent with any marketing plan or any growth plan when it's met with crickets. But the truth is that people just don't have the energy to respond or connect due to an enormous information overload. That doesn't mean that the message that you are putting out there isn't landing. Show up consistently day after day, week after week, whatever your, you know, whatever your system is, and you will find that there are lurkers and they are going to start to really pay attention when they see your work enough. At this point in this whole audience growth um, strategy, it's about getting people to see you over and over. And that's how they start to connect to you. Finally, number five, and somewhat related, really. You got to let go of your ego. You've got to let go of your ego. This market, this dark valley of irrelevance is no longer about you. And, you know, the days of influencers and, you know, people getting, you know, hundreds and hundreds of hits and viral, that is gone. Let go of your ego. The sooner you let go of your ego, the happier you are going to be. Being a creator and sharing your message and your work and your ideas and your offers isn't about you, and it shouldn't be. It's about who you are trying to serve. When you let go of your ego and all the strings attached to it, you'll create for the sake of creating. You'll market for the sake of marketing. It's not about you, so stop making it about you. This is truly what people... Um, don't want to hear, but what we need to hear. And, you know, sometimes as we're traveling through the dark valley of irrelevance, we think, oh, I'm going to have my lucky break. I'm going to have my lucky break. That's not the way this market works. You're going to just have to show up in the darkness, in the loneliness, in the not enoughness, and just keep doing it over and over, and just remember to make sure that you are carving out that wildly unique message that is just going to turn heads, and really get people to pay attention to you, to your weird, to your creativity, to your showing up and taking up space. And honestly, it doesn't seem that hard now that I've laid it out, does it? So let me ask you, what is one action step you will take a chance on this week to start to stand out and make a bigger impact? Thank you so much for listening and paying attention to this episode. I work one-on-one with creators and entrepreneurs and change makers who want to put your brave yes out into the world, who want to embrace the brave yes mindset. The Brave Yes Mindset is all about taking risks in creativity and in entrepreneurship. If this is something that sounds appealing to you, if you want somebody to keep you accountable to audience growth and business growth, I am all ideas and all ears. I am here to help you get ahead and get to your next level. If you're ready to take yourself and your big ideas and your business more seriously, let's chat. I have space for two clients coming up in September and October. Maybe one of those spaces is for you. I will put a link to apply for a free, absolutely free, Brave Yes Exploratory coaching call. Go ahead, fill out that application. And if I think we're a really good fit, I will contact you to schedule that free coaching exploratory call. Thank you so much for listening here today. I would love for you, here's a final little piece of words. I would love for you to create something and put it out into the abyss, into the dark valley of irrelevance and tag me and go ahead and just tell me what it is that you're putting out there and what it is that you are doing a little bit differently. So go ahead and tag me and use the hashtag braveyescreator. Thank you and have a great week.